three, two, one. Here we go. Michael, welcome back. Hi, Brock. Great to be here. It's been a busy last week. Excellent. It's always a good sign for the firm when you're busy. Anything in particular you've been focused on? Nothing unusual. However, what is pleasing is that a lot of clients have really ramped up efforts to bring difficult financial reporting issues forward this year. Ah, they must have been listening to the podcast. <laughs> a few have, but credit to our managers and team for really being proactive along with the CFOs in embracing the need to bring things forward. I should mention that I've received a lot of positive feedback from the initial episodes. And it's worth noting that the GT COVID webpage goes into each of the topics we discuss in a lot more detail. And as always, I'm happy to take and receive messages via LinkedIn or my email address. Thanks, Michael. For those new to the series, I'm your host, Brock McKenzie, a partner at Grant Thornton, and with me is Michael Cunningham, who leads the Grant Thornton National Technology and Life Sciences Group. This is an extra exciting topic today. Some hot off the press changes have occurred with regard to leases in response to COVID-19. This is an extremely timely topic as this issue is something our team has been dealing a lot with over the last few weeks. It's an evolving space and we have new guidance from the AASB specific to COVID-19, which is critical people don't miss when implementing lease accounting from a lessee perspective. Many tech and life sciences companies have been able to obtain rent concessions. The rent concessions could be in various forms and may include one-off rent reductions, rent waivers, or deferral of lease payments. Under IFRS 16, rent concessions often meet the definition of a lease modification unless they were envisaged in the original lease agreement. Whilst this may not seem like a big deal, in reality, for those who know the new standard, appreciate that accounting for lease modifications can be complex. For example, the lessee could be required to recalculate lease assets and liabilities using changes in a number of units. Okay, could you talk to the specific criteria firstly, that would be great. As from my own experience, if we can avoid lease modifications, that is a big win. The position is if companies may be able to get an exemption from the lease modification rules relating to rent concessions attributable to COVID-19 in 2020 and 21. Rent concessions seem straightforward enough, but experience tells me when we get these types of carve-outs, the devil is often in the detail. Absolutely. A lot hinges on specific criteria relating to the rent concession. If the concession is in the form of a one-off rent reduction, it would be accounted for as a variable lease payment and be recognised in the profit or loss. The proposals require lessees applying the exemption to disclose the fact that they've applied the exemption. So, for the avoidance of any doubt, for those leases meeting specific criteria, the COVID-19 related lease changes can be accounted for as variable consideration rather than as a lease modification. Yes. Can we talk to the criteria for meeting the exemptions in a little bit more detail? No problem. I have a bit to go through, so listeners, please stay stay with me through this. The exemptions are available in the following circumstances. If the rent concession occurs as a direct consequence of the COVID-19 pandemic, and if all of the following conditions are met. Firstly, the change in the lease payments results in the revised lease consideration that is substantially the same as, or less than, the lease consideration immediately preceding the change. Okay. 
That's a mouthful. Can you maybe say that again? No, as I need to save breath for the next few elements of the criteria. Fair enough. To paraphrase, the change needs to essentially not result in the total lease payments increasing. Yes. Okay, what's next? Secondly, any reduction in lease payments affects only payments originally due in 2020 or 21. And finally, there are no substantive changes to other terms and conditions of the lease. Okay, that is important and somewhat narrow, really covering off short-term lease payment reductions or deferrals. Absolutely. It is possible material renegotiations could fall into the lease modification rules. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that, as I'm seeing a lot of companies use COVID-19 as grounds for amending contracts. And in these instances, contract alterations could trigger the lease modification rules. Yes, there is that potential. The application of a lease standard can be challenging, especially for some of those modifications. Is there any way we can provide further assistance? Yeah, we can. There are a number of globally recognised software solutions, including our own proprietary software. We have developed bespoke and unique software that is available for license by a small to medium enterprise. Well, excellent to know. Well, once again, time has been our enemy. And whilst this topic has plenty more for us to discuss, we're out of time. Cue the music and see you next week, Michael. And to all our listeners, until next time.